Anus. Wiener. You know what that means. It's time for another rousing rendition of Road Sodas, which is where Jimbo and I recite a conversation we had verbatim when we were high one time. That conversation happened today. Please rate and review how well we performed this conversation. We assume you've all heard the original text and work. Uh, you should have received your pamphlets. It's more of a packet, really, in the mail. Um, if you did not, you had ample opportunity to contact us to let us know you had not received your packet. So all complaints will be ignored. Nailed it. Love yep. it. Absolutely. Yep. And, uh, yeah, thank you for our, our special guest, our special live guest, uh, who, you know, you won't hear on the recording, but. Yeah. Sir Patrick Stewart, just sitting right there. Can't believe we got him. Yeah. Well, he's not vaccinated yet, so he's behind some plexiglass on the other side of the couch from you, but I mean, he's, he's there with you. He's, he's here. The fist bump felt real. He's in studio. Can't, can't believe it. You got anything? Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. It was plexiglass. I, I don't think you can hear me because you have the headphones in. Is it Sir Patrick Stewart? Do I need to, is it, did he get, is he a knight? Yeah. He's, he's in the order. Nice. It's like a gang that they have, I think. Do we support that? I think no, right? I support Captain Picard. Okay. Fair enough. That was back when he was French and in space. Well, he spoke with an English accent because they speak English in space. Yeah, but his name's Jean-Luc and his friend's last name's LaForge, so feels pretty frosh. No lie. I mean, if you want to sound smart speaking this language, you're a well-spoken Englishman. It's true. We do not sound smart. No, and any regional American accent sounds even worse. Yeah. It's very funny thinking about how there's regional accents in languages you don't speak, because of course there are. You know what I mean? No. For example, Stalin, famous Joseph Stalin, was from the redneck part of Russia, uh, or the USSR, or, yeah, yeah. He was from Georgia? It's funny, Georgia apparently has the redneck accent of the USSR as well as our, I mean, bitches. But yeah, so like... You would never think to know that because, you know, I can't tell the differences in any language that isn't English. And even then, some of them blur together pretty fucking easily. But, yeah, apparently he had, like, just a very, like, considered, like, poor redneck accent. Yeah, dude. I mean, my dad lived through the 1970s. And in the late 70s, we had a president whose name was Jimmy Carter, and he was from the real Georgia. And boy, he was a poor peanut farmer, but my dad listened to so many speeches about like oil crises and shit like that and hostages over in in Iran. Yeah. But yeah. And he just had a drunk brother who wandered around the White House from time to time. That's so fucking cool, dude. That could never happen in modern times. There couldn't just be some... I mean... Not, not to say that like modern elected officials don't have like relatives with, you know, drug or alcohol abuse problems, but they like do their best to hide them. They certainly don't celebrate it. Jimmy Carter, yeah. like Billy Carter was just like constantly getting hammered. <laughs> yeah. Billy Carter had, he had his own bad beer named after him that he then talked shit on. 
Like he'd get drunk at promotional events for Billy Beer and eventually start telling reporters, "Oh, this this is a PBR. Billy Beer sucks." <laughs> like, Good job, Billy Carter. Yeah, and he's just a big fat drunk that everybody liked. And when I say that, I am glossing over the fact that I'm pretty sure he dropped a lot of racial slurs a lot of the time. So I am kind of talking about Stalin, Jimmy Carter, or Billy Carter. You decide. There we go. Now enough uh, historical news. Let's go to let's go to modern news. Let's type in Elkton, no. No, Maryland. No, no, nope. Elkton, Maryland news. I want to oh. check in on the on the old hometown. Oh, the Victor DeNoble. Okay, it's uh, it's uh, fifty six degrees. All right. Uh, uh, the the number one headline for Elkton, Maryland news on uh, newsbreak.com, classic website, is seventy two year old Cecil County man dies in Delaware. So we're gonna skip that. Then we have Glasgow woman competing for the title of Miss for America. Which I I read that the way they wrote it, but that seems wrong. Glasgow woman competing for title of Miss for America. Yep. The Miss for America pageant is that. Yep. Is has it always been the Miss for America pageant? No. Okay. No, that's clearly erroneous. And then fire destroys camper. Mass killer gets. Nope. Yeah, we're done here. We're uh, (laughs) that didn't work. I'm I'm glad you thought it might. I hadn't checked in in a while, you know. I want to see how you guys how, how, about you guys. I'm not talking to you, Jimbo. I'm talking to uh, what I think is statistically about 20 percent of our listeners. The spirit of Jimbo, <laughs> which was of course the second plane flown by the Wright brothers. <laughs> no, Christopher Columbus <laughs> sailed it across the Pacific, but the other way. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Christopher Columbus, I got nothing. Really? On this of all Christopher Columbus days? Yeah, I uh, I didn't have a lot happen, if you couldn't tell, this past week, which is good in some senses and bad in the sense that I'm just, I'm boring, man. How are you doing? Do you tell me about you? What do you, I love you, buddy. Well, thank you. Uh, let's see. I am in the middle of Lent, which I gave up nothing for. But, uh, you know, sternly looked down upon Catholics for. Yep. That's good. You give anything up? Token to the, the old, the old patron out there in Rome? Or is it the Holy See? I gave up being a bitch. <sighs> so I only got two more weeks and not being a bitch. And then I can finally get back to being a stupid bitch. Nice. Yeah. We'll have to get you that tattoo. That tramp stamp. <laughs> That's good. That's going to be a fun one. You're the Gregorian font right above my ass crack. Yeah. Stupid bitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, honestly, we, we've had some nicer weather. So guess what? Every dickhead in town, we're out. I'm one of them acting a fool, just not driving. Nice. Yeah. Biking, biking in my own lane, biking in other people's lanes. Hell yeah. You love to see it. No, it's dangerous as all hell. I biked through one of the most dangerous intersections for cyclists in this country, and they didn't make it any safer by giving us our own separated lane. That's good. 
just to eliminate that as an excuse. Thanks, Boston. But yeah, uh, there used to be a bicycle shop right there called Landry's Bikes. They moved up. All right. I mean, that might have been why, honestly. Landry's could have caused a lot. Who knows? Not blaming them. Not blaming them. Yeah. I haven't gone biking in a while. Yeah. You should. It's the rainy season right now, but it just kind of ended. So I think it's time. All right. I think it's time to get back out there. Start, uh, start skedaddling. My, uh, at this, by the time this comes out, my, my neighbor will be on maternity leave. So I'm done working in the shop. So the only thing down there now is my bicycles. So might as well get to riding. Fucking shred. Now, are you the drive your bicycle to a place and bike from there type? So I only have a, a road bike. So no, I, uh, I mean, I, I've, if, if you got a mountain bike, ride, drive, drive it over to the mountains. I totally get that. But yeah, no, I just have a road bike and, I mean, I've ridden from my house across the Golden Gate Bridge and over around Marin before and back. So, I mean, you end up going like 40 miles, so you just make a day of it. But uh That sounds awful. I mean, you plan it out. You're going to get some views. You might see a whale. You know, California, man. You got to take advantage of what you can because other than that, everything's just expensive and uh kind of wet. Just wet. <laughs> That's the gripe. It's wet. You know, it's found a way to be like an annoying type of wet. If it just had the nuts to just like fucking dump rain. That's why the sourdough is so great, man. <laughs> it's just uncomfortable and wet. Yeah. Ugh. Ooh, I'm going to make some good geese. Ooh. Mm. Just cover me and put me in a dark <laughs> corner. I'm all wet and gross. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Let's see, by the time this comes out, I will have uh, not gotten the house that we just looked at, so that's cool. Sorry about that, Ben. Uh, It was a a good try, but you didn't get it, so. Hey, next time. We'll get them next time. You've probably already looked at another. You're not going to get that one either, but, you know. You're doing it. You're out there. (laughs) You're sticking and moving. Sticking and moving. It's all about being adaptable, taking risks. Speaking of taking risks, I got a message earlier from your from your lovely girlfriend who was sharing a, a photo of is a Minute Maid bottle full of hot hot dog juice. Yeah, it's like a it's a little meme thing. And so I was like, "Hey, uh, Jimbo and I once did hot dog back shots," and I, I said, "I'll I'll let him explain." And she immediately replied with, "Oh, he's told me about those before, and it was disgusting." You remember that glorious day? Yeah, well, I hung out at, uh, Joe sent me every now and then, and we, we knew a guy who, who worked bar there who served a lot of picklebacks. Yeah. Now, what is a pickleback? Walk us through that. I think it's a shot of Jameson followed by some, like a shot or a, one of them plastic ramekins of, of pickle juice. Like Sounds real. complicated. Can I make it at home? Well, if you have a bottle of Jameson and a jar of pickles, yes. Yes, you can. But Jimbo, certainly I'll need some special equipment. (laughs) No. Just lips. Sorry, Joaquin Phoenix. Circa 1968 to 1980-something. Well, surely this must cost like $100. No. 
Just open up your fridge. Help. I'm trapped in this bit. Help. (laughs) But yeah, so that's what it is. You just follow a shot with a fucking shot of pickle juice. And we had just gotten the kegerator set up. We had a lovely back deck situation going. The kegerator that Jimbo and I built was set up in a way that you could reach it from both inside in the kitchen and outside on the back deck. Big, pretty big back deck. And so we had some friends over. That's why I like, that's why I like this apartment. Big back deck. Big back deck. We're grilling, burgers and dogs, nothing complicated, drinking beer out of a tap, and uh, some whiskey and pickle juice showed up because, yeah, you were... uh, No, not pickle juice. Well, I think we ran out of pickle juice is what happened. Maybe. 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 But regardless, it had been in the zeitgeist because of your time spent, but somebody, somehow they they, they got mentioned, and we were like, well, you know, we... The, the the thing about the pickle juice, it's nice and salty. It's got a good taste to it. You know what else is salty? Hot dog water. The water left over in the hot dog packet. So what do you substitute pickle juice with? Is some hot dog water. Yeah, it's a little little more viscous, a little more briny, a little <laughs> little different colored, but whatever. You'll chase a shot with it at least once. Just to enter the history books as the first people to do a hot dog back. Hot dog back. Hot dog. I'm bringing hot dog back. Yup. Yeah, that was a, that was a great day, and one that one to be barely remembered. I think there might have been a vegan attending that particular afternoon that was probably just horrified. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe we still have not burned down this back porch. Hmm. BPD, if you're listening, arrest us for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. So we had the propane grill and the charcoal grill, which I believe are both probably still used. And I don't know if you guys are still doing it, but for a while there, we had at a at a slight height, so maybe maybe four feet off the ground, a water or a, a whole cooler full of water. That way, should any fire start, we could immediately splash the whole area. No, um, we don't have that safety mechanism anymore. Sick. Yeah. We got a bucket of sand, though. That'll work. Maybe. Yeah. Bunch of plants. I don't I'm know. In, I'm into it. Yeah. You've seen them. I, I have seen them. Yeah. They're all dead now. Good riddance. Except for them chives. They come back. Chive turkey. You're a chive turkey. Sure. Why not? Uh, seriously. What? You gave up being a bitch for Lent, so like, what does that entail? Uh, right. Nothing, I guess. <laughs> I ain't got an ounce of bitch in me. <laughs> Damn. Damn fucking right. <laughs> Unless someone aggressive comes near me, in which case I will immediately show my belly and ask them if they need anything. Uh, I hope you enjoy the the baked goods that they have. This year. Papa really wants to make some uh some cookies. What baked goods? What are we talking about? Some sort of e- Italian Easter uh oh, yeah, almond yeah. P- or pistachio cookies. Yeah. They're green, but have like a white outside. I don't know. There's there's a guy in Boston. His name is Mike. He's not our Mike. Our Mike is Papa. But like this guy Mike, he makes some pastries. A lot of people like his cannolis. People line up for that shit. Some days. Some days. Some people say it's better if you go to the one in the north end. But 
you know, the Harvard Square one is not bad either. But he makes some really, really solid cannoli and some of them Italian cookies with the white outside and like the green inside and the, the almond flavor. And I really want to make some for the guy. Who I knows? bet you could do it. I'm not a food dye person. Is it food dye or is it pistachio? Because they no love idea. a pistachio. They're crazy I, about them shits. I don't know. We'll see. And get this. They pronounce it pistachio. No, they don't. They do. No. And it makes me laugh every time. You're not Italian. I'm not. Even slightly. But I've had a little in me. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> and this is all in the uh, the gambit to claim your taxes in Italy as a cruise ship driver. Doesn't even have to be Italy. I'm just trying to be an EU an EU citizen and then Schengen just area. flee to the Black Forest. Got to get that 20% vat. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to just dig a hole somewhere in Central Europe and just live underground like the hedgehogs. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's the long game. It is a long game. Yep. I wish you the best of luck. I hope you enjoy that 20% fat that, that you're, you're going to get from all the yangling that I send you. Yeah. I'll be separated from a lot of my traditional culture. Do you think we can make a pipeline? I mean, I'll already be digging. Can't be that far. Okay. All right. Dude, I love all those stories about guys that just dig holes. And I'd say people, but I've only heard stories about dudes doing it. That just, like, dig tunnels under their house for no reason. Just, they're just like, man, one day I was just compelled to dig, and then I continued to do so. And they ju- then they just fucking go for decades. Like, sometimes in cities, they're just like, yeah, you know. Like, that's how they get found out is, like, part of a street falls in. And like, like, yeah, that was me. Sorry. They just like wander through fucking miles of caves and pop up at some dude's house. And he's like, Oh, what's up? You found my caves. Yeah. Yeah. I make, (laughs) I make caves. And they're like, professionally, he's like, no, no, I'm a banker. I just get really bored. So I come home and I dig like 30 feet of cave every week. Just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was a hobby. Dude, here's the thing. I could totally see me doing that. I didn't like TV so much. I don't know. The, the local sports team wasn't doing good. I uh I went underground. Who can't see themselves doing that though? You and I used to dig a shit ton of holes in my backyard. Yeah, every now and then. Yeah. Occasionally we'd cover them up with wood so that when it snowed, we'd have like snowball forts we could pop out of. I enjoyed that prospect. Yeah. But in real life, like with real forts. Yeah. And, and real snowballs, palisades. <laughs> And ramparts. And pillboxes. And phalanx. That would require, what, 325 other men? But that's fine. Eh, Just some shields and some... They don't have to be men. They could be boys. They could be boys. (laughs) Or or an army of undead ladies. (laughs) Zombitches has to be a movie, right? I'm not even going to Google it. It's got to be a trauma film. I'm sure of it. Don't hate trauma so quick but yes i'm not hating on it i'm just i feel like i got their marketing ads pretty fucking pegged uh i feel like i saw it (laughs) i've seen zombievers and that's that's beavers yeah it's not trauma and it's also not good not that those are mutually exclusive 
they can be both. But it's supposed to be bad, and some of it's still kind of fun, but some of it's still kind of like it's supposed to be bad, but like it fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I re- I really I really like seeing these movies because they're popular enough to make me believe that I can still make a movie. Yes. I think that's that's the true true draw of it for me. It was just like these guys did it with like 16 people and a truck. Yeah. Like you read about clerks and you're just like, dude, I got three friends. Yeah, you also like sleep though. Did they not sleep? Kevin Smith didn't. Was he on speed? Um, presumably. Actually, no. Sure. He's too. He's too fat to be on speed. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I got Reagan to watch the Tenacious D Pick a Destiny movie recently. Speaking of bad films, the shit rules. That's fun. D- bad. D- yeah. That's I agree. a fun bad movie. I. It's one of those time and place movies, and I think. I think this this kind of leads into the main topic, but yeah, I mean, I'll expand on the picket destiny. Please do, because look, I I did not see the HBO series until after this, but mm. goddamn the HBO series that they did in the '90s with Paul F. Tompkins and themselves, yeah, solid gold, so good. If you're a fan of their first album, please please watch it. If you're a fan of Jack Black, please seek it out. Yeah. Just D. What? Masterworks? The Masterworks collection has the full HBO special or the full HBO miniseries and a bunch of additional shorts and stuff. It's worth every penny. It's very funny. It's got a couple music videos. It's, it's just fantastic. Cause even I think right now HBO Max only has three episodes of the show and there's only six, but they only give you half. Like what the fuck is that? Ah, <sighs> yeah. But, god damn, one of my favorite memories of that first album is driving back from Worcester, Massachusetts. The, the Palladium. Yeah. yeah. So, Jimbo and I, uh, did you work with him too? The, uh, the guy in the folk metal band? You both, I, I worked with him at the warehouse. You also worked at the warehouse. I just can't remember if that was at the same time. Uh, maybe. Regardless, this guy, that I worked at the warehouse with. He was in a band with a guy I'd worked at Blockbuster with. It's a whole small little metal community. He w- he also had a side, a uh, different band that was a folk metal band. For those of you who haven't heard folk metal, just Google folk metal and enjoy laughing for the next 10 minutes. Unless you like it, in which case, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, uh, dive but, deeper. Yeah, go, go for ahead. It. Congrats, you found a new thing. But... He was like, hey, my band's opening for, it might have been Turisas. It was like one of the biggest fuck. It's like they were opening for like one of the biggest names in metal because, or sorry, not the biggest names in metal, the biggest names in folk metal because it's such a niche community that if you're a local band, your first show can be opening for a very famous band in that scene. And so we drove out to Worcester. Or I think I just tossed it up to you. I was like, hey, this is the situation. Want to go see a show? And you were like, fuck yeah. And this was also pre sort of, this was pre smartphones. I think I might have had a GPS thing at this point, but it was sort of like, look, 
I know how to get back from here. We can just take nine the whole way. But it's got traffic lights. It's not the fastest way. But it'll definitely get us back home. Like, I know how to get there. And, and we can just have fun. And so we threw on the Tenacious D album and fucking sang that some bitch from front to back with us both actually trading off pretty well on, but between Jack Black and Kyle Gass's vocal, vocal parts without discussing it ahead of time. Yeah. And, uh, well, I also remember that extremely fondly. That was, that was a blast. Ah, that was a good one. Do love some like nineties Jack Black and. What did Jack Black transition into? I mean, in my household, we actually knew him in the late 90s and a little bit of the early 2000s as a guy named Cypher, which was an episode of The X-Files, where a guy could control electricity and strike people with lightning and change stoplights and shit. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he ran an arcade and they struck lightning through him because he had all these coins and he was trying to run away with them. We called him Cypher. Whoa. And then we saw him in the Jackal, Richard Gear, got his arm shot off before he got like really, really shot by Bruce Willis in that weird wig. Yep. Which, uh, still know what you did last summer was he in? Was that I will always know what you did last summer or I still know? He was in I still know what you did last summer. (laughs) Yeah. It was (laughs) 1.6. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He wasn't in the first one. I think it was the second where he has dreadlocks and the fucking. What's the name of the murderer in that? Just like Hook Man or something? Like just Fisherman sure. Man with Hook? But uh, fucking kills him out on a pier while he's fucking... Ran, ran over guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out fucking ripping a doink on the end of a pier because he's got dreadlocks and he just gets fucking straight up hooked. <sighs> Sounds like we're blending over here. Got some nice blender action. Not sponsored, but uh, get get yourself a blender. Nice. That's our Blender ad, just for the concept of blenders. Yeah, I really do have to apologize about all the blending that's going on over here. You guys blending too? Yeah. You making margs again? Uh, well, they're Baja Blast margs. We, I was enticed by hearing <laughs> the episode earlier today. A uh, little look behind the scenes. Before we release them to you, Ben releases them to me. Yeah, because... Jimbo's never quite sure what I've done to it as far as adding in, let's say, Cannibal Corpse for five seconds. Just stuff that both you and I love. Or if you wrote in and didn't want me to say your name, and then I immediately said it, and I make a comment to make sure I edit it out, he's also there as a buffer to make sure I actually edit it out. So, don't worry, we... (laughs) It's a it's a two tier security your, system. Your anonymity will always be secure behind our impenetrable two stage security system of two yeah. guys barely listening to themselves talking. Huh. Uh, so but Jack Black. Fucking that era Jack Black. Yeah. What movie is the greatest movie? Of 2001. And you can't say Out Cold. That's the greatest winter movie of 2001. (sighs) Fuck, dude. It's Saving Silverman, and I'll tell you why. I got like 18 points on this. Welcome to his TED Talk. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody on the floor. Come on, yeah! All right. The fascination with Neil Diamond is understandable. 
in that Neil Diamond was a great songwriter. Just put his music on. It's not bad. If you want to chill out for a little bit, maybe on an afternoon, just listen to three Neil Diamond songs, then get out of there. All right, that's fine. That's one point. Keep going. Neil Diamond. 17 more. All right. Jack Black. (laughs) Okay. And he's he's two through 17. You're not going to throw it Okay. I'm oh, sorry. 18. 18 is Arlie Ermy. Okay. Cool. 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 Yep. Cool. 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 Don't need Steve Zahn or Jason Biggs in this one. I was yeah. going to give Steve Zahn like an honorary 19th, but then Jason Biggs removes it because he's kind of a negative. Well, you, you need a guy to be saved. You, I, he's, you need, you need the, the bitch. He's kind of a MacGuffin though. He's just an object that's pivotal to the plot, but not important to it. Like, he's like the main, the sort of the main guy in the plot of the hangovers. The dude who gets stuck on the roof, but he's really not part of the story because, like, who gives a shit? That's what Jason Biggs should have been. They should have just kept referring to their friend and then not actually shown that he was in trouble. Although we wouldn't have gotten to see that sweet butt implant scene. That was funny. Yeah. I thought his butt did look tighter. (laughs) But front to back, that movie just had it all. And, and it's really good. It, it was a time and space thing for us. I don't know. I don't know. But I remember going through high school and like, you know, watching a friend get engrossed with a girl and, and you're just like, man, stopped hanging out at the lunch table. Like, come on. We got a saving Silverman, that guy. I just gotta- remember, I remember wanting to be a Jack Black type. For for so long, just loud and hairy, eating a lot, constantly singing songs that no one else fucking seems to enjoy or even have heard of before. Diamonds in the rough, man. What? What a great subplot is the Neil Diamond one. Yeah, I think his his manager described his his experience with that film. As he was dragged into it, kicking and screaming. Okay, he did not want to do it at really? all. Seemed like a fun, fo- like fun, fo- fun, f- fun foovy to feel on. I've You're had right. half. I've had half a drink. This is just me being. I, I'm, dr- I'm. I had a. I had fucking a poke bowl. Uh, I'm drunk on fish. Uh, I'm drunk on fish, Jimbo. Wow, that's some strong fish. And fake crab, which is just more fish, but also that. Here's the thing. They spelled it crab with a C. You're supposed to use a K for the fake crab. That's the deal we all have. No, you just put a bunch of words in front of crab, like imitation and not real. That would be fine, too. but just Or just call it South crab China with a sea K. Crab. <laughs> San Francisco Bay cod crab, but just I know it's not crab. You know we all know it's not crab, but don't call it. That's the thing. They have crabs out here. They're all big, and that and they claim that's the selling point. They're like, how how do you guys like Maryland crabs? They're so small, as if size of food has anything to do with its goodness. Like, you know what happens when you run out of a, a Maryland blue crab? You eat another. Like just like all types of food, no one's like, "Damn, this steak is is huge." I'm glad I have all 72 ounces of it to myself. I'm just kind of like, ah, I could go with 20. That's fine. No one, no one, no one thinks you're a bitch for getting a normal amount of food. 
<laughs> is, is everyone like, look at the size of that blueberry. I must have it. It's big and therefore better. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. But you know what? I have a biased opinion. Yeah. Because but I, I love di- saving Silverman. But I digress from, from my previous digression, which is to say that the fake crab has gotten me drunk. And since there's real crab around here, there's always a slight chance it's going to be real crab. And then it's fake crab. Also fine. Just tell me that. And Saving Silverman's a good movie. I give it on a scale of 1 to 10 to bring back our old rating system. It gets a 9. I think it's great. I think it was a good introduction for me to Steve Zahn. I don't think I'd seen him in anything before that. I think it's still yeah, my Sahara favorite. Sahara was a great vehicle for him, too. Yeah. Got him, Matthew Mahat. McConaughey. Was he in Rescue Dawn? Sure. I think he was the guy, the titular being rescued guy. But yeah, it was a good introduction to him. Arlie Ermey, always, always good to see him getting work. RIP to the king. And so I'm going to give it four and a half out of five stars. Great. I was going to give it six out of five and a half. Now that's fun. Now reduce that fraction. But then, yeah, I was going to give it three out of, out of two and a half. So it's really six out of five, I guess. Yeah. Or 12 out of 10. I can do this all day. I can do this all day. You're a faction man. You want yeah. 18 out of 15? I can say that. I can say that. I'll say it. Yeah. I'll say Arlie it right Army now. over Jack Black. Yeah. Give me that. Math that. You want nine over seven and a half? I got it. Done. Done. Uh. <laughs> oh, Jimbo. Yeah. I, well. I was just paging through my my DVDs, and I I saw that Saving Silverman was still largely unblemished. It's an underwatched film. Well, if you had Comedy Central in the late 2000s and into the early 2010s, you saw a hefty amount of Saving Silverman and crappy National Lampoon things with Eugene Levy in them. Yeah. Yeah. There were some really good, actually, no, there's some movies that I think of very fondly because of Comedy Central that are not good, but I just, the nostalgia factor reminds me of a time when I don't even know what it reminds me of. I just didn't have anything to do, and that was great. I'll have nothing to do. Just fucking sitting there. Oh, you'll like this. I was chatting on the phone yesterday with one of our dear listeners, someone who occasionally writes in anonymously. So, you know who it is. Thanks. And he was, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm caught. I've got like half half an episode left from the from the recent one." He's like, "You know what I like about it? Is while I'm listening to it, I'm like, man, I'm gonna write in. I'm gonna type up this email. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna do that. And I feel really good about myself. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a really good friend. And then I just don't do that, but I still feel like a good friend. <laughs> there you go. Thank I was just you. like, hell yeah, man. Because you know what sucks." doing stuff but you know what's great feeling like you did stuff because you're about to do stuff and if you're able to marry those two feelings of feeling the satisfaction of doing a thing without having to do it at all and then having no guilt about not doing it no anxiety about leading up to doing it just like letting it go being like man that's not gonna happen and that's fine but you still have all the that sort of glow from feeling good earlier. Ooh, ooh, that's the dream. Wow, damn, I didn't, I didn't think it like that. 
Yeah, he's found a new type of nirvana. That's that's a fucking zen metaphysical state that I I think we all want to be in. Dude, awesome. Good for him. Just like, can you do this? Not even because that's the thing. Not even being asked. Coming up with the idea yourself, being like, I'm going to do this, and then not and feeling good. Yeah, man, we should all be so lucky. Just like Jack Black and Arlie Army at the end of Saving Silverman. Boy, now those two. I now pronounce you man and man. You may kiss the man. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta watch that movie again now. Does it hold up? I haven't seen it in like ten years. No, that's not true, like six. Oh, our Road Soda's official stance on this is yes, it holds up. Yes, it's probably the greatest movie of all time. It's like our Chinatown, maybe <laughs> maybe our like Gone with the Wind or Wizard of Oz, you know, kind of that level. Hell yeah. Cause I gotta say, there's been some movies recently that I went back and rewatched and I'm like, man, that movie sucks. That movie sucks. And it's that thing I think we can all relate to this where like you watched a movie growing up and it means a lot to you just because you, you watched it then simply because you saw it. That's the only reason. And then you show it to someone. Same thing happens with music. You, you share it with someone that you care about. And the whole time you're not enjoying watching it because you're just like, are they, are they enjoying it? Are they, and they don't get to enjoy it because they're constantly being like, why do you keep fucking looking at me? Let me watch the goddamn yeah. thing. The Power Rangers suck dick. And then you get it. (laughs) And then you slowly realize that, like, dude, this movie was never good. You just used to be fourteen, and and you were just like, oh my god, got you out of the house. You're like, this is reality. Look, look how fast that car is going. That's crazy. They can't drive that fast. People are going to be furious about it. Those were some fast cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were. So I've been on a streak of that. I'm trying to avoid that. There's also there's also a couple of movies that I've recommended that Reagan and I watch, especially at the beginning of lockdown, that I forgot were really, really depressing. Like, in my head, I just remembered them as sort of, I mean, I was just insanely depressed for years. So it was kind of like, well, you know, that's that just bounces off of me. You can't get a, you know, you, you can't make a puddle wetter. So I was just like, yeah, the... This is a well-acted movie and a cool story that I'm watching now. I'm like, oh, my God, this is dark as fuck. I just kind of forgot about that part. Sometimes. So I've been, and, and now I just get so in my head about the movies that I'm recommending we watch. Like, that's why, like, with The Pick of the Destiny, I was like, this movie is stupid. Like, I can say like that. Real dumb. I can say that with confidence. This movie's not good. It's stupid. And I think Reagan just enjoyed the fact that I was enjoying it so much because I love Tenacious D. And that's also fine. But sometimes, as long as you know, you're like, this is a piece of shit. We're going to watch it. I'm going to like it. You're going to have a good time. Like, (laughs) you know? (laughs) That's another thing you can do with bands, too, where it's like, if it's a genre the person doesn't like, be like, this is just a fun band to watch. We're not going to like the music, but they're fun to watch. Like, that's very much a thing as well. It's like a early 80s Van Halen, David Lee Roth cover band. You're not going to love it, but the guy tries. Man. <laughs> you'll, you'll love how hard he tries. Man, we would play with a cover band. So that doesn't seem to be a thing out here. And I'm realizing maybe it was, maybe it was just a New England thing. I, I have no idea, but the, the classic around Halloween bands always play 
like a cover set, like a whole, like they'll pick a band, do like a whole cover set around Halloween. Yeah, wear costumes because yeah. you don't have to play as yourselves. Sometimes you'll dress up as the band. Sometimes you just it's your carnival. Yeah, sometimes you just dress up in costumes. But in general, that sometimes leads to bands also just doing covers or like members of a bunch of different bands all being like, oh my God, you you like that band too? Let's do like a little cover thing on the side. And then all of a sudden you have a new opener for when you're playing a show and you need to round out a bill. You'll just have fucking three members of three of the other bands go on stage and, and do like 20 minutes of covers. And so that doesn't happen out here, at least in the the punk and hardcore scene but there was a band we would play with that was made made up of a a few members of a black metal band that did van halen covers and it fucking ruled they all wore like their sister's spandex clothes and shit like they dressed up like van halen and i mean like if you're technical enough on guitar to play like shreddy fucking really any type of metal solos, shreddy Van Halen, you can handle some shreddy Van Halen. And so it really comes down to vocals. I mean, I'm not going to say that any member of Van Halen's not talented. I just, as, as far as a drummer can learn to do a lot of those parts or fake it, say, especially with bass, that's definitely the easiest, but f- for the vocalist, you really got to have somebody who's comfortable just going balls to the goddamn wall. And yeah. they did. They were gods. They were so much fun. They were, they were what got me to realize what Van Halen is. I hated Van Halen growing up because I was like, that's fucking stupid. Just these cocky dickheads thinking they're so cool. And then as I got older and saw these guys and saw and like digested the music, I was like, oh my God, it's stupid. And it knows it's stupid. I didn't know it knew. I mean, it is like, it's fun. It's just a party. That's what it is. Like, it's Andrew WK's dad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Ah, God uh, rest his soul. The first Andrew WK. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. The one between albums two and three that got into the car wreck. But, like, the studio had a stand-in. I fucking love that conspiracy theory. For those of you who don't know. Andrew WK is not the Andrew WK we know. That, that's a, that's a strongly held belief is that there have been multiple people playing the Andrew WK role. And for those of you who don't know who Andrew WK is, several, several of his songs have appeared in, I mean, a bunch of movies, but including Out the, Cold. Including Out Cold, as we mentioned before. But, uh, uh, he's been in the, the Jackass movies, but, He's got songs like Party Hard, We Want Fun. We like to party. Uh, we like to party. Party, party, party. He loves to party is the general theme, and all the songs are about that. And as soon as you like Google Andrew and then just the letters WK, click on the first video that, that pops up, you're going to go, oh, shit, this. I know this. It's that. I wish I was the keyboardist for this. Oh my god, it's always just one chord. Just so good. But yeah, there's a theory that after the first album, which was it's by far the most popular album, that was the sort of breakout hit, Close Calls with Brick Walls. It's got a, it's got a lot of the, the a lot of the still popular singles are on that that album. After that, 
there you can find comparison photos saying like his nose changed or like he lost a significant amount of weight or the shape of his face is different or his neck's a different thickness and i think what it was was when that first album came out dude was like 18 young man yeah he was a young man second album came out and he was like 2021 except he'd been touring for like three years so he'd like gained some weight because that's what happens still growing he was still growing and he was living on like a tour bus at 21 like i'm surprised he only gained some weight and then the next album came out and he was like shredded and it's like yeah dude came into his own he loves partying and working out and i think he's also he might be like a sober guy I don't think he's like, he's definitely not like a straight edge guy because he doesn't talk about it, but I think he might be like a dude who doesn't drink, which is fine. But like, that would also explain why like he suddenly went from being kind of like a puffy guy to a shredded guy is that he's like, I'm going to stop drinking and start getting shredded. And he got enough money to probably like not have to eat McDonald's on tour. And to keep people who would encourage him to drink away from him. Yeah. And so there's just this long running conspiracy because like what that first album came out in what like fucking 2000 99 something like 2001, that 2001 maybe yeah well, it was in out cold so it would have to be like oh one at the latest yeah and yeah so the theory that there's just multiple dudes that get hired to play this role and Andrew WK continues to say like that's not true but then there was like some email exchange early on where there was some guy whose name was like fucking. Super normal name like Mike Smith. It was like, nope, I was the first Andrew WK. And then it's like, well, how do you prove that you weren't? You know, like that's kind of like. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't I have. I was a, the one who was the ambassador to Saudi Arabia. That was me. He doesn't have a very interesting look. Like he's just like a white guy with long dark hair. That's, I mean, who's in good shape and wears an all white outfit. But that anybody can throw on a white t shirt and white pants. I've done it. I've done it. I check like four of those six boxes. Yeah. I used to be Andrew WK, <laughs> but it was albums two and three. Ah, I mean, look, yeah. I don't mean to disparage those albums. They were pretty good. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, Why I, are you sorry? Well, I got shredded. I don't know. It confused people. Ah, <laughs> uh, shreddy vetter. All right, now let's see. Uh, I th- I think I got some good photos this week. Do you know? I think so. Photos? Photos. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Man, that's fucked up. I didn't even tell it what to who to send it to, and it was like adding attachments. Nailed it. It's like I haven't even picked a recipient. For the win. You're out of your mind, phone. Let's see. We're going to go with uh, Vanity Plate of the Week. We're going to hit you with this one. We're going to hit you with what else? All this is going to get cut out. That's a video of me lifting up 435 pounds. It is nice. You're a nice lad for lifting all that weight. It wasn't going to lift itself, you know? I felt bad. Sitting there, all cold. Ooh, definitely Definitely that one. That's a good one. Uh, that one there. And that one there. So these were all taken earlier this week. And I just sent them off. So let's see if you get them. You were taken earlier this week. Oh, my God. Speaking of taken, Liam Neeson. That's all I got. That guy pisses his pants a lot. Google Liam Neeson P. 
peed pants or piss pants, whatever you want, you're going to find like, like a, sh- a staggering amount of photos of him taking pictures with people, like arm around the shoulder, fully like, Hey, thanks for, thanks for being a fan. Here's me with you. And just with a full, just pissing his pants. It's great. Peed pants. Look, Liam, I'm sorry. We support you. Of course. Right. I mean, none of that was dis- meant to be disparaging. I wish I had the, the balls to just piss on my own balls. All right. Uh, I got an email that has no subject. I like to be mysterious. I'm like yeah. a kitty cat. Meow. Well, you still get a subject. It's just no subject. Meow. Wow. Wow. All right. I got a top one. I'm not going to call out the date, but it, it looks like it was recent. This one's a Honda Civic that is... I'm picky. Yeah, dude. In a Civic. I-M-P-I-C-K-Y. Or he thinks imps are icky, but I'm going to guess it's I'm picky. I'm picky. And he's driving a Honda Civic, like the number one car in the world. Not for like, not a number one, like the best car in like the most boring run of the mill. Look, and again, not knocking it. I drive a fleet vehicle myself. It's just, if you're driving a car that says, I'm picky on the back, it better be a unique fucking car. Yeah. You can't just be like, I'm picky. I only eat Velveeta and Wonder Bread. And again, not disparaging those fine companies. We are looking for sponsorships. But picky people don't eat that shit. No. No, absolutely not. I think my gripe about this one is being picky. I mean, I guess it serves you in the middle lane where they are, but... Seeing that license plate, it's like, oh, I'm going to cut you off for sure if I get the chance. Around here, like... Here's a diversion from Vanity Plate of the Week, but I got to share this with you because it happened again to me this morning. So, near work, two-lane road, driving through, you're usually driving through an airport. There's a couple tunnels that you go down under some bridges that literally are part of, that the, the runways because on one side is like the private jet side of the airport and the other side just the commercial side of the Oakland airport. It's two lanes each way. It's 45, 45 mile an hour speed limit. And there are always cops posted up. It's a hundred percent a speed trap because there's nowhere you can fucking go. It's a long straight road with fences on either side. That's a goddamn airport. So I always chill along that like mile and a half long strip at like a solid 48, just cruising, just a couple miles an hour over the speed limit so that there's going to be somebody. No, ar- yeah. Somebody around me is going faster, even if they aren't. You're not going to get a ticket for three miles an hour. And so what will occasionally happen is, I don't really know why, there'll be like a big pulse of traffic for some reason, even though it's at fucking six in the morning. And uh, there'll be a bunch of cars going past me at, you know, like 55, not fast, not like super fast, but fast enough to get a ticket. They're in the fast lane. Then somebody will come up behind me in the slow lane and blink at me. Good. Get in the fast lane. Move over. That shit makes me want to while out and get violent. I want to pass you on the right. Get over. That is insane. Move left. <laughs> yes, those are the actions of a psychopath. I, I completely agree. Only Europeans blink at people when they're going too slowly. That's not in America. That's not a thing that we do. We just honk or we just tailgate. I'm not saying ours is better. I'm just saying it's not done. But to blink at somebody who's not in the fast, you can only do that if they're in the wrong lane. And it's not even like I was doing 
30 in a 45 and somebody blinking at me is just like i would have gone right down to 30 oh i immediately take my foot off the gas because it's just like dude no fucking way like that cannot stand are you out of your goddamn mind what if i'm having engine trouble please i'm still going over the speed limit what are you doing what yeah what the fuck so anyway that's happened a bunch to me in the past couple years and i just good good for those people wanted to vent i'm proud of them I wanted to vent. Why? No, I wanted to vent to you. I wanted to tell you about it. Oh, that some people are treating you unkindly on the roads? People are mean to me sometimes, and I get I get angry and sad. Oh, man. <laughs> Clearly, your commute is not a gladiator <laughs> combat like mine is. No, you're actually, you're not even in a car. You're out with the fucking, the bracers on, smashing in windows. Most of the time, I was in a car through the winter. Oh, that's fair. This next car is a Honda Civic. I think they might all be this week. <laughs> really? Okay. I forget. So you don't know. This one's got a spoiler, and it says, uh, OMG, food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, food. I don't really have any negative things to say about this. Yeah, I, I would honestly stake that car out, see who gets into it, and be like, so it's, what food? Which one of these are you here to see? Yeah, if you're going to get a vanity plate, have fun with it. And that person's having fun. I have no no negative comments about that. That's fucking, that's great. They're just celebrating food and owning a car. And that's that's great. I want more of that. Less of the the cocky, my own name shit or whatever. Just give me, give me something stupid. Like, that's meant to be stupid. Give me some Van Halen-ass style license plates. Give me some Andrew WK license plates. Damn right. Yeah. Party hard, P R T Y H R D. Yeah, but that could also be pretty hard. That's fine. <laughs> like I'm a little chubbed up. I'm not. <laughs> got like quarter chub, lightly fluffed. <laughs> uh, and now the moment we're all waiting for is the third one. Also, a Honda Civic. No, it's a uh, Lexus stupid. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. But this Lexus driver chose Mr. Basic. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah, it was a big day to see two of those were on the same day. And it was it was just a big day. Same walk. I was on foot for two of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Basic. Drives a Lexus, too. One, pairs nicely with I'm picky, I yeah. think. And two... Look, there's there's benefit in knowing your own flaws. And I would I, I consider this person as being self-deprecating here. Like sometimes sometimes basic stuff's great. I've got a fucking basic pair of lounge pants, pajama style pants. They are basic. I like them. In the fact that they are simple. They're just a thin they're like 9 bucks on Amazon. They're fucking great. Certain basic things are great. I think they're using it in the like basic Usually basic bitch term would be the, the full thing. There basic you go. in a negative connotation. And I, so I, to celebrate it, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not hurting anybody, but just to put it on again, to give the state of California extra money to just be like, Hey, I'm Mr. Basic. I'm the guy who turns that brunch into a five hour affair. That's me. I'm that guy. Don't worry. I'm going on a Tinder date with Eric's a three. 
I've seen every movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and not because I wanted to, but because I felt I had to, and I could add that into part of my personality. Just pulling up references to comic book characters that I've certainly never read, but it seems like a thing I should know. There you go. I'm subscribed to nine different streaming channels, some basic as shit. And I have one DVD for Saving Silverman. You do the math. But all I watch is The Office on repeat. And I complain about it when they threaten to take it off. Good for you. I'm Mr. Basic. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Basic. Yeah. So, I don't have any riffs to, like, make fun of the spelling. He spelled it all right. You really can't turn into anything else. It's just a stupid fucking thing to put on your license plate. It's just, it's just shitty. I don't like it. Yeah, I just imagine a guy who's just like, well... Wendy's burgers are all right, but I need something just a little crappier. I like the McDonald's ones. Whew. That was that was a hell of a... I mean, it sounded real bad on this end. <laughs> See, I don't uh, get the nuance of the engine that you get on your side. So what was that? I now I got now I got him on fucking my side. Was it the same guy? Nah. Are we near each other? Do you know Doc Brown? Or maybe The Flash? Does the Flash have like an '87 Dodge? <laughs> oh, see, I think I think we had motorcycles over here. So yeah, yep, it's different. It's different. Okay. Yeah, man, I missed that fart sound scooter guy. Haven't heard him in a while. I think I tailed him. Yeah, and he was he was cutting some lanes on on Washington Street. Yeah. If you got it, man, you might he as well. He was a big man overloading that. Like It was not <laughs> doing well on flat surfaces. There was a guy on the rugby team. I, I know I've told you this before. There was a guy on the rugby team. His nickname was Sausage. So you can imagine how tiny he was. And he would ride a bootleg like Chinese knockoff Vespa to and from practice. And he'd lifted it as high as he could. And when he got on it, it would drop like a foot and a half and just bottom out and barely get him on down the road. And it was one of those things where we were like, dude, I'll carry your bag back. I don't think it's going to handle you and your bag. <laughs> it was like a fucking 12cc engine. Just like, tell you what, I'll drive your bag and me <laughs> back and you can just walk back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so funny. He loved that fucking thing. He was just wearing it. Like it was just an article of clothing. It was so funny. Yeah, this guy smokes. Uh, I think they're marble lights, but like. While he's on it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Tell me about his helmet. Doesn't exist. Good. Didn't see it. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Was wearing one of them, uh, checker red and black, black plaid shirts. Okay. But like big fella. Like real, real big fella. All right. But not like, uh, when I think checker red and black, I, I can, I could be convinced that it's a rockabilly guy. Is this a rockabilly guy? No. Okay. Cause you can't half ass that. You gotta go whole rockabilly or no rockabilly. There's no transition period. No one's like got the pompadour and just like a normal sweatshirt on. Like no, no one's in a hoodie and a pompadour hairdo. So. No, nah, no, nah, he had, he had a, a hat on, like a, a baseball hat. But yeah, man, he overloaded the dick out. It, like I could tell it was him approaching from like a quarter mile away. Fuck yeah. That's respect. And sure enough, yeah, by St. E's, he was like, ah, I'm going to get in the far left lane. Like, actually, no, I'm going straight, so I got to cut across two lanes. Like, 
That's dangerous, man. Hell, I'll go sideways if you need me to. Well, I'm glad he's out there doing business. That's that's great to hear. It's terrifying, quite honestly. But uh, let's land this ship, Jimbo. You got any advice for us this week? You got any uh, got any words of wisdom to send us off into early April with? Nah, I'll get you next week. April Fools. Love to hear it. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs>